Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. How sweet is it, man? Playoff football here in Stark County this weekend, Friday night. We've got two Division One games uh, in Stark County, one, two, three, four, Division Two games, a Division Three game, two Division Four. I mean, we got 12 teams, I think, uh, that are in our area, and then two more on the fringe, JT. So we got all kind of high school football games, playoffs for you this uh, weekend in Stark County. And, of course, our game, the Stark County uh, game that we'll be doing, featuring as the Pro Football Hall of Fame game of the week, has the Fairless Falcons, uh-huh, uh, taking on the Orville Red Riders, and that's a 7 o'clock kickoff Friday night. To find out more information on how you can get tickets and uh, the entire playoff picture, let's go to the hotline right now and bring in from OHSAA, the Director of Communications, Tim Street. Tim, how are you today? I'm doing good, guys. Uh, yeah, exciting to hear the, your uh, games that you're covering. It is definitely that time of year. we we got a lot of football here this weekend exciting times yeah looking forward to it and, and hoping uh, we have a deep run by a number of our teams into the uh, uh the playoffs this year tim but we had a caller yesterday and this is why we had brian reach out to you asap uh who said hey uh, i'm here and i gotta buy all my tickets online no matter where the games are being played who's playing uh and regardless of what round it is can you fill us in on uh, ticket sales how people can get tickets to go see their team play yeah, absolutely. Yep, uh, they are all available online. Uh, so uh, this was a COVID change, but we uh, have had success with it, and so we're sticking with it. Um, all the tickets uh, for all of our postseason tournament games, and that's in every sport, they're available online only, and that is at ohsaa.org slash tickets. And uh, once you go to that webpage, you click on what sport you want and and uh, find the, the division and then the game. So, yeah, we, we definitely get people ask about that. You know, why can't I buy my ticket at the gate with cash? Um, boy, we're, uh, I guess, kind of following the trend of, of what a lot of uh, uh, sporting events are these days and concerts and movies and all that. It's, it, it is a credit card purchase online. And, um, but, you know, there's always going to be some people that aren't crazy about that, but the, the majority of our schools – and our sites are on board with that. So I, I think it's here to stay. Tim, we had uh, we reached out to Joe Bogdan uh, with the Canton City Schools. He said, hey, if you have some problems, uh, come up to the, you know, the press box. We'll walk you through it. And, and so they're, they're willing to reach out and help uh, some of our older listeners and everything. Or who, Hey, I, I still like a newspaper, Tim, right? I still like to read the newspaper every once in a while. So I understand where some people want that old hard ticket. You go up, pay your money, and, and get that. So uh, at least the McKinley folks say, hey, uh, we'll help you out with that. But, uh, again, COVID. COVID really has affected so many things in so many different ways, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And, and you know, I still read a newspaper, too. I get the Columbus Dispatch and uh, just love reading the newspaper. That's a part of my routine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, COVID definitely was what was the impetus that made that change. But but here here's a staggering number, though, for you guys. And 
Uh, before COVID, we did accept cash at the gate, but, you know, th- this has been uh, trending for a few years now. You know, every year the OHSA and, and businesses and, and nonprofits just like us, we get audited. And for the last several years in our audit report, uh, that's an independent audit, we had red flags because we allowed cash sales at the gate at our tournament site. So here, here's a number for you. Put, put your hat on if you're an auditor. If you would do our audit and we would tell you that we have 224 points of cash sale on one night in October, think about what the auditors thought about when we told them that. You know, if you're an auditor, you're like, that is a red flag that you have 224 uh, points of sale, uh, cash uh, opportunities all across the state. And so we we were, this was probably going to happen anyway, even without COVID, but COVID certainly uh, forced it to happen a little sooner. But um, wh- when you're in the auditing business and, you know, the, the more points of sale that exist, especially cash, that becomes very complicated on your financial reports. And so basically having all tickets, available online at one place has really helped with our, uh, with our accounting and, and with our finances and with, with, with the auditing. So um, the, I bet that's why colleges have gone that route too, why, why pro sports have gone that route. So I, I think it's here to stay. Tim, your thoughts on the expansion of 16 teams in each division. It's been a couple of years now. How is it going? How do you like it? Yeah, it, this is our second year with uh, 16 schools per region and, and, uh, I personally like it because it gives more teams a chance to play in the playoffs. You know, when I look through the pairings on Sunday as I'm sending that out, you look at a lot of 10, 11, even 13, 14 seeds that have winning records, and you're like, you know, yeah, that that school deserves to be in the playoffs. Now, I think everyone is going to look at a 16-team bracket and think, hey, is, is that a playoff team? Uh, maybe not. You know, when you look at Division One, especially – because Division One is smaller, you know, keep that in mind. So almost every school makes the playoffs in Division One. I. I get it. Some people are not going to like that. But I always remind people, think back to, to 2020. That fall was the COVID season. And some schools played two games. Some schools played six games. We were just happy we played football. There were a lot of states that didn't even play football. But we played, and because everyone played a different number of games, everyone got in the playoffs. And the feedback we got from that was so overwhelmingly positive that that really led to the 16 schools per region. And and the thing I point out, too, is, uh, and a lot of people don't know this, or or they've forgotten this, but the, the Football Coaches Association made a proposal in front of the OHSA board, and they proposed 12 schools per region. And so expansion was already going to happen. We, we went to 12, and then COVID happened, and we said, let, instead of having the top four seeds get a bye, let's just take 16 per region. No one gets a bye. It wasn't really that much different than what the actual Football Coaches Association proposed. So you know, I, I see uh, I see the the social media chatter. I hear mm-hmm. I hear people talking that you know we we are so uh, out of bounds with doing that. But actually, the football coaches association proposed something very similar. So 
we didn't just grab this out of left field. It, it really was a chance to give more teams a chance to play in the playoffs, and it really wasn't that much different than what the coach has proposed yeah. anyway. What about the start date? We see uh, games started in August. It was amazing because we had already almost had three games under our belt before the Buckeyes ever took the field. Uh, starting the season early, I can't remember off the top of my head how early you started last season. But uh, any drawback on starting in August? Is this the way you intended to see it, and are you happy with it? Yeah, you know, moving the season uh, a week earlier, that is a, a result of adding a week to the playoffs. Uh, we want to play our football state championships uh, the week after Thanksgiving. So the, the weekend of Thanksgiving is the state semifinals. So really, you back the whole season up from there. And so it resulted in the regular season starting in mid-August. Um, you know, the, the two things that I've seen this year, both in just talking to people but also going to games, two things that happened. Number one, the, the weather has still been good. You know, we're still playing regular season games in October, even a playoff game in October before the weather gets tougher in November. So the weather's been better. And, guys, what I've seen is a lot more schools are now in the hunt for a playoff spot. So if you're, let's say you're, you're four and five going into your, your 10th week of the season, previously – you were done. You you were out of. You were mathematically eliminated. Your season was done. Well, now you're on the edge uh, you, it, of the playoffs. If you win and you go five and five, you're in the postseason. And so your week ten game almost becomes like a playoff game. So mm-hmm. you know, starting earlier, uh, so you get more games in October. The weather's better. More schools make the playoffs. So week ten means more to more schools. So, you know, I, I know I know there's not a whole lot of time in the preseason now compared to the way it used to be. When I played and you're doing two-a-days for it seems like five years before you get to play somebody, <laughs> but uh, I liked it. We're talking with Tim Street from the OHSAA, Director of Communications. Again, all tickets, if you want to buy a ticket to go see your team play this weekend, ohsaa.org backslash tickets. Get your uh, tickets for each and every game uh, online only. Uh, Tim, also I I saw the uh, press release you guys sent out. And for our listeners out there, share with them a little bit about the OHSAA radio network as well as the Spectrum broadcasts on TV if they, they want to listen to those or uh, watch some games that are going to be uh, uh, streamed. Yeah, absolutely. Once we get in the playoff, uh, Spectrum uh, will cover a bunch of games every weekend. So uh, folks out there that have Spectrum, uh, there, are, uh, there are three games available on the live TV, and then Spectrum covers about a dozen more with a, with a, a streaming, and those are available at ohsaa.tv. And also our radio network is kicking into to full go right now. We, we do a weekly uh, playoff preview show, so we released that today, and, and that includes reports from around the state. And uh, the, the network gears up then to broadcast the seven state championship games there in Canton. And, of course, we're excited to have HBC uh, along with us for that and, uh, and, and get the games uh, to Canton. Yeah, we're looking forward to it as well. And I know Pam Cook's going to be on some of the pregame shows and everything uh, like that. You guys do a little bit of pregame stuff, halftime, postgame show. It's it's a big deal, right? TV and radio, pre-post, the whole works. Absolutely. And and as we all know, when Pam Cook is on, the ratings go up. There you go. I was talking to Pam. I said, 
We we need uh, we need some some ratings here for our first game. We need you on pregame for the first game. And she said, "Okay, I'll do it." Tim, but, can, <laughs> can you have her sit in afternoons with us once in a while? Then? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we're yeah, we're we're so happy to be back in Canton. You know, the stadium, the city, it's just a great place to be. You know, um, the, this is my 15th year doing this, and you know, the people in Canton say it's the greatest weekend in high school football, and I think they're probably right. Do a great job. We love having you. And anytime we get more football, we're happy. Uh, Tim, I've got a theoretical question for you. I was talking Uh to a local coach last week, and I'm just wondering out loud here. No, this is serious, though, Kenny, because I'm wondering, we're seeing some teams having bye weeks, and I understand the reason why. If you schedule a team that's not very good, you could suffer by not getting as many computer points by playing a team with very little wins. If that's the case, are we not going to have to reexamine how the uh, computer points are dished out to teams when you're when you're putting your schedule together, or would this be something we might see in the future? More teams taking a bye week throughout the season. Well, keep in mind that if a team only plays nine games, then their divisor goes down. Okay. So we have adjusted the formula to accommodate for that. Um, the other thing too is if you're if let's say you're Canton McKinley, and you're one of your opponents doesn't play. 10 games, your divisor goes down a little bit there, too. So, oh. you know, if if a team doesn't play 10 games and if their opponents don't all play 10 games, the formula That's is it. tweaked a little bit okay. to accommodate for that. But you're right. Prior to us doing that, you'd be better off taking a bye than playing a team without a win. But with the divisor going mm-hmm. down, it, it balances that out a little bit. We still study that, though. We, we take a look at that. Um, you know, we we have our, our divisor set that we think is the right number to accommodate for that if a school doesn't play uh, 10 games. We keep looking at that, though. You know, there there's a, there's a fine line there where you got to tweak the divisor to a certain point. Um, but we have some good people looking at that. And, and of course, Joe Idle is our uh, guru behind the scenes that handles all that. But uh, it, the formula does change if you don't play 10 games. So that's kind of the answer to your yeah, question. Got it. All right, Tim, before we let you go, we mentioned about tickets for this weekend's games. What about state championship tickets? When can people buy their state championship tickets for either a specific game or if they want to buy all seven games? Yes, the tickets are now on sale for the state championship games, and so those are starting to go. And uh, there's uh, different packages there. Uh, And, again, those are also there at ohsa.org slash tickets. Um, the thing that I'm, I'm trying to talk a lot about is that the club at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, so that's level six, it's an indoor, looks like a big restaurant. Uh, yep. The number of people that can be in that area has now increased. So we have more what we'll call club-level tickets. The stadium club is what it's called when you're looking at the tickets. That, those tickets get you inside uh, if the weather's bad, if you want to stay inside during the game. But even more important, it gets you inside between games. So there's a limited number. It's maybe somewhere around 700 or 800 of those indoor access tickets that are available. There's also a parking pass you can buy with that. So those are, those are starting to go. Those are starting to sell. Um, so I would, if you know that you want to come to, the majority or all of the games and you want to be inside, you're going to want to look for that stadium club ticket, but they're available now. 
And for our listeners out there that want to know the exact dates uh, and times, uh, uh, give them the state championship days uh, of the week, uh, date of the month, and times those games will be played. Yeah, sure can. Uh, Thursday, December 1st. That's the day to circle on your calendar, Thursday, December 1st. We're going to play the Division II state championship game that night. Kickoff is at 7. Uh, and then we have three games on Friday and Saturday. And those kickoffs are at 10.30 and 3 and 7.30. So we, we need to build in some time between games like that to get the, the uh, fans for those teams a chance to leave the stadium from the, the initial game and then enter the stadium from the next game. So uh, 10.30, 3, and 7.30 for the games on Friday and Saturday, and that is December 2nd and 3rd. All right, and those games, how will you determine uh, which division is playing on Friday, which division is going to play on Saturday and, and the various times? Yeah, we, in fact, we did just determine that. Um, it, you know, it used to be we would wait and see the matchups and then determine who played when. And what we have gone ahead and done is determined what division is playing when, uh, kind of like the basketball state tournament or softball and baseball, the, the divisional assignments are already set. So on Friday, you have division five and then three and then one. So division one championship game is Friday night. And then on Saturday, you have division six and then division seven and then division four. So it's, it, uh, you know, you got, you got, um, three games there on Friday, three on Saturday. So we have uh, announced that. That's on our site. And uh, if you know that there's a particular game that you're aiming for, maybe it's a Division Two game. I know there's a couple of good Division Two schools in your area. Sure is, uh, yeah. That's going to that's gonna be Thursday night. So um, we, uh, we, we have, uh, you know, certainly people are going to start buying tickets for that Division Two state championship game, thinking that a certain school in your area might be there, which is great. Um, we, uh, we, we would love to see that, too. Obviously, it's just a great scene there in Stark County when a, a local team is in it. Tim, uh, we always appreciate the time, the insight. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything that uh, you guys do there at the OHSAA, but even more importantly, bringing it to Canton. And any way we can help uh, here on the Kenny and JT Show, let us know. We're here for you, and we'll see you in uh, about a month or so, all right? That sounds great, guys. Really appreciate the time, and thanks for what I do for high school sports. There is Tim Street, Director of Communications for the OHSA.